Welcome everybody to your daily dose of video game news at Pixels and Pints for Thursday, May 11th, 2023. And reviews of Tears of the Kingdom are in. And boy are they high. Metacritic is at a 96 and OpenCritic right now is at 97. What can I say? Most likely going to be game of the year. We do currently have a review of the game up on podcasting platforms and on YouTube. You can go to youtube.com forward slash at pixels and pints if you want to check that out. Here's what I'll say about the game. If you loved Breath of the Wild, it's going to be your game of the year. If you hated Breath of the Wild, you're going to hate Tears of the Kingdom too. No two ways about it. Next up, the Asus ROG Ally Z1 Extreme officially launches at $700. In a world of handheld gaming PCs, the Steam Deck may have stolen the spotlight, but it wasn't the first of its kind. Windows handheld gaming PCs existed prior to the Deck, and since then, a parade of similar devices have hit the market. While some of these devices offer more power, a premium build quality, and higher resolution screens, none have seemed to match the winning combination of battery life, portability, and price offered by Valve's portable console. But Asus did recently unveil their new gaming handheld, the ROG Ally, which is not releasing today. They announced the price at $700, but the device is available for pre-order through Best Buy, at least for the Z1 Extreme, and it should be shipped out starting on June 13th. The device represents a significant step forward for Windows handhelds in terms of performance, but it still isn't quite as the Steam Deck killer in some areas though. The Ally is powered by the AMD Z1 Extreme chip. It boasts impressive smooth gameplay and a variable refresh rate screen that enhances the overall experience. Very nice screen. However, it does struggle to match the Steam Deck's battery life, faces glitches in the handheld UI, and grapples with the limitations of the Windows operating system which hampers the handheld gaming experience. I've seen a couple of these video reviews and yeah, you know, the the interaction of the UI when you're trying to switch between interacting with the Windows UI and then trying to control the, the mouse cursor with the thumbsticks, the Armory Crate software, which I really hate on Windows desktops. It's ha It has some bugs right now on the ROG Ally, at least from what I've seen from the reviews. So you just have to be careful with that. Just keep that in mind. It's not going to be a bug-free experience. And there are, again, some uh, things you need to keep into consideration if you were to choose the ROG Ally versus the Steam Deck, and we'll get into those. So, but despite these drawbacks, the ROG Ally does offer some attractive features, including fast charging, customizable fan curves, and additionally, more functionality like built-in task switching and screenshot and video recording shortcuts. The handheld also impresses with its range of power options, allowing users to adjust performance settings for different gaming needs. However, battery life still falls short. And that's unfortunate. Uh, from what I have seen, the ROG Ally does not really compete on a performance per watt basis uh, with the Steam Deck. So if you actually pull back the power consumption of the ROG Ally to 10 watts, kind of comparable to the Steam Deck, we kind of see that the Steam Deck is actually outperforming the ROG Ally for some reason. And that's weird. That said though, 
Asus has spared no expense for the cooling, and apparently the device is not, I, I wouldn't call it quiet, but the device feels like it's a whisper compared to the Steam Deck, and that may be the most important thing. Of course, with the ability to turn on turbo mode, you're really going to shoot the Steam Deck out of the water as far as performances goes. So, one of the most notable advantages of the RG Ally is its improved charging speed with the ability to reach 50% charge in just 40 minutes. Fantastic. You can get third-party options for the Steam Deck, but this is all built in. You don't have to go out and get separate components in order to get fast charging. Battery life glitches in the handheld UI and the limitations of Windows operating system are a significant factor that may impact the overall gaming experience. Additionally, the Steam Deck outperforms the Ally in terms of battery efficiency and offers a more seamless integration of gamepad controls. So, in conclusion, while the Asus ROG Ally is a powerful gaming handheld with some appealing features, it does kind of fall short of Steam Deck's performance and overall user experience. The device's battery life, UI glitches, and the Windows operating system limitation hinders its potential. As the handheld gaming market continues to evolve, it remains to be seen how Microsoft and Asus will address these challenges and improve the handheld gaming experience. I can't really blame Microsoft for this. When I first heard that it was going to be running Windows, that thought kind of scared me because I've never known Microsoft to make a good portable operating system, and it doesn't seem like the Asus ROG Ally is really changing that. That being said, now that we have some vendor buy-in from Asus, maybe Microsoft is going to be willing to spend much more resources on actually getting a portable version of Windows that isn't kind of hampered by all of these archaic design decisions that have been carried over over the course of what, like three or four decades at this point, as far as how long Windows has been around. It's a good first step. Some people are going to love the ROG Ally because of course, you have the extent expandability with the uh, with the docking uh, GPUs that you can purchase from ASUS. Although, you know, if you're going to be spending fifteen to two thousand dollars, you kind of have to wonder what exactly you're purchasing it for. If you're going to be, you know, tethered to a docking station like that, I, I get that you can, you know, uh, remove it from the dock and and run it in portable mode. But man, for two thousand dollars, you might be able to get yourself a really decent desktop and then just purchase a ROG Ally. You know, if you're dropping this kind of money on a combination of portable device that docks to, you know, make it more powerful, uh, it's you're gonna be stuck with this vendor login uh, through Asus, stuck through their docking station. And I don't know if you'd wanna do that, especially for, you know, close to the almost $3,000 you're gonna be paying for the combination of all of this equipment. These are really early days. We have seen that outlets haven't really gotten a lot of time to really put this thing through its paces. And that's kind of concerning. We have, uh, like I said, uh, I think it was Linus Tech Tips who actually did some uh, wattage testing with the uh, RG Ally, which basically reveals that once you start lowering the power profile of this device, like at that point, the Steam Deck kind of outperforms it. So... We'll see. It's definitely going to be a, uh, a device that some people are going to choose, but I have a feeling that in regards to the battery life, the UI issues, and just kind of the sort of jankiness out of the gate that some people may be deciding to go ahead and hold off and maybe, uh, maybe they'll 
maybe they'll fix the issues in a, in an update which will be making it more compelling. As I said, right now, you can only really get the pre-order of the Z1 Extreme version of the uh, ROG Ally through Best Buy. It still seems to be available uh, for pre-order as of the time of this recording. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be sold out. The, the kind of consensus that I was kind of picking the vibe up on was that this thing was going to sell out quickly. I assumed that based on the fact that this is gonna be a $700 machine and the plain Z1 version is gonna be $500. I'm sorry, 600. So it's only a gulf of $100 difference between the two. So I assumed that people were gonna go out of the gate, get the Z1 Extreme and leave everybody else to you know, purchase the $600 version and miss out on whatever features. But that doesn't seem to be the case, at least not in the US. I don't know how it is. I, I think I heard something about Best Buy Canada was unable to keep it in stock through through their storefront. So maybe it's different in in other countries, but at least for the US, it's still available to purchase. You don't really have to worry about it. I'm gonna check Best Buy right now. And uh, it doesn't look, doesn't look like it's available. Or maybe it's checking my location, who knows? But uh, if I were you, if you're in the States at least, it doesn't seem like there's really a good reason to at least purchase it right now. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be sold out. So if you're kind of on the fence, don't even worry about it. For people who are absolutely intent on purchasing, probably gonna be the, the most powerful handheld Windows gaming-based system, at least for the time, go out and get it. They've already made their decision. But it seems like anybody else is kind of on the fence. You have some time to think about it. All right, and our last story is Mortal Kombat coming back because there are hints about a reboot. So Warner Brothers Discovery dropped a casual hint about Mortal Kombat 12 earlier this year during an earnings call revealing that the highly anticipated fighter was slated for release this year with ambitious goals. However, the announcement lacked flashy marketing until now, with the developer NetherRealm teasing potential directions for the series, including a reboot, timeline cleanse, or a nostalgic return to its past. The recent teaser clip has sparked intense speculation among fans, as Mortal Kombat's history with time travel is a significant aspect, notably starting with MK9's rebooted timeline. In the teaser, the red clock hand begins conveniently at the number 9, progresses through 10 and 11, pauses briefly, and then skips over MK12 to land on 1. The concept of revisiting the past has been established in Mortal Kombat 11 and its aftermath expansion, where Chronicus Hourglass reshaped the timeline, sending Liu Kang back to an era preceding the events of the first game. With a multitude of alternate character versions, a potential soft reboot might be in order to provide clarity for fans. According to the reliable leaker, Bill Bill Kuhn, as reported by Eurogamer, the upcoming Mortal Kombat installment might be titled Mortal Kombat 1, following the trend of games like Battlefield 1 and Xbox One and opting for somewhat confusing names. Fortunately, it won't be simply named Mortal Kombat, as that would add to the existing trilogy of games, making discussions about it quite exhausting. While an official announcement is expected in the coming days or weeks, 2023 is already shaping up to be an exciting year for fighting game enthusiasts. Definitely agree with that. Street Fighter VI is set to kick off with an all-star lineup next month, and the possibility of Tekken 8 arriving this year is also making fighting game fans excited. For me personally, I'm kind of waiting for Tekken 8, but hearing a reboot for Mortal Kombat sounds, sounds pretty amazing. 
Not gonna lie, honestly, I haven't really touched Mortal Kombat since, I wanna say Mortal Kombat 3? Maybe Mortal Kombat 2? I know I purchased that for the Super Nintendo. Well, I didn't, my parents did, cause I'm old as shit. So, who knows, if, honestly, like if they, if they bring it back to its roots, you have all of the classic characters, the classic outfits, classic moves, classic backgrounds. I just don't, I like, I just am upset that it kind of lost, it kind of like grounded in, grounded in reality is probably the wrong word, but grounded in the era of the 1980s where, you know, we had a ton of martial art movies. We were introduced to Chuck Norris, Jean-Claude Van Damme, movies like The Perfect Weapon. It was a great time growing up. I absolutely loved that era of movies. Well, that's going to do it for today's gaming news. For Thursday, May 11th, 2023, don't forget to rate this podcast five stars and leave a review. If you're the kind of person who enjoys the content of the visual variety, check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash at pixels and pints. I'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern time for more video game news. Enjoy Zelda, everybody.